This is The Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Do you work with a slacker? Are you constantly covering for an underperformer? Are you tired of it and want to tell the boss? Today, I'll explain how to handle this difficult conversation. If you're interested in improving your communication skills, things like delivering better feedback or developing your charisma, learning how to say no, negotiating more effectively, or just having better conversations, then my book, Smart Talk, is for you. Right now, it is on sale. The ebook is just $2.99. You can get it in all the different ebook formats. That's Kindle, Nook, iBooks, and Google Play. And Today only is the last day. That's January 15th, 2016. Today is the last day for the $2.99 pricing. And I'm also sweetening the deal. So if you would like to buy three copies of the ebook, you'll also receive a copy of my best selling book, Ace Your Interview. Plus, you'll be entered in a raffle to receive an hour of free coaching from me. And, and it's all coaching, no selling, promise. So you just need to email me the receipts. So again, the book, Smart Talk, it's $2.99. Three copies get you that, plus a copy of Ace Your Interview, plus an entry into the raffle to receive an hour of free private coaching. So today's podcast is my response to a question from Jonathan M. And here's what he emailed me. Lisa, I've been listening to your podcast for over 12 months, perhaps longer, and I always look forward to listening to your podcasts. I'd like a podcast on how to approach your manager about other staff underperforming. It seems that if you're doing a great job, you get punished for being successful and get given more workload. And if you do a poor job, you get rewarded by having work taken away from you. Jonathan. Well, Jonathan, I definitely can relate to that. I have been in that situation. And carrying dead wood or covering for a slacker is a very common problem, particularly in the workplace. But I've also seen it happen in schools. In fact, I once read that Kerry Patterson, he's the author of Crucial Conversations, ran a poll of about 500 full-time employees and about 93%, that's 93% said they work with at least one person who isn't doing his or her fair share. So Jonathan, I appreciate the opportunity to address this question because I am sure there are many listeners in your shoes wondering the exact same thing. But before you go to your boss, The first thing to think about is this. Are you even the right person to be addressing the problem? Ask yourself, does the underperformance have a direct impact on me? If not, then it's not your problem to deal with. And in that case, the best you can do is to encourage coworkers who are directly impacted to talk with the slacker. If there is a direct impact on you, then you need to directly address the problem with the underperformer. And if you're going to address the problem, the first thing you need are objective facts or data to support your claims. By collecting data, you're ensuring it's just not a personality or work style or communication style difference. It's best to document quantifiable examples of how the slacker impacted you and the department or the company. For example, you might say, On three occasions, the night before a major deadline, the work was not completed. And that is before the worker left for that particular evening. And instead, it needed to be completed by me, working four hours of overtime the night before the deadline, 
and, by the way, missing my kid's school play. Again, go to the coworker first, privately, not your boss. This type of conversation falls into what I call a, quote, difficult conversation category, and I've written about how to have difficult conversations in detail in my book, Smart Talk. Perhaps the most important advice in this particular situation is not to blow up. Many people like to avoid conflict, so they cover for the slacker on many occasions, and then finally, they find themselves finishing the slacker's part of a project one day, and they just get fed up. The next morning when they see the slacker, they aren't able to control their emotions and scream at the person. But of course, that doesn't help the slacker change behavior, and even worse, it often then reflects poorly on the person who had the emotional outburst. So in particular, when preparing and having a difficult conversation, you should try to put all negative emotions aside and approach the issue instead with curiosity and concern. I think it's always best to operate in the mode that you may not have all the information and there may be a reason for the issue that you're not aware of. Ask the employee to lunch and then share your collected data examples in a neutral, non-accusatory tone so that your colleague understands the impact of his behaviors. Then ask, what happened? Were we on the same page? Again, the idea is to approach as if you were on a discovery mission. Simply fact-finding to figure out what went wrong. The goal of any difficult conversation is to gain a change in behavior, and being angry, accusing, or judging in any way won't help you achieve that goal. If you're not successful the first time, you'll need to try again, at least one more time, in an effort to help that person. Only if you're consistently rebuffed or ignored is it time to consider talking to your boss about it. But again, even that conversation needs to be non-emotional, highly professional, and calm. Don't tattle, don't vent. Just provide the information that your work results are being impacted by the worker and that you have attempted to help the coworker to improve performance. Then ask your boss for the next steps. Once you've had that conversation with the boss, you need to follow their advice or let the boss handle it from there. No repeat performances on your part. And I'm going to repeat that again. No repeat performances on your part. Remember, she may or may not directly address the problem or may not deal with it in the same way that you would. Basically, you've done all you can do, and you need to let your boss decide what's best for the employee and the company. One last thing to consider, Jonathan, if you're consistently outperforming your peers, perhaps the conversation with your boss shouldn't be about your coworkers' underperformance. It should be about you getting a promotion or a bonus for the extra responsibilities you've taken on. In this case, the data collection is not about how the coworker impacted your performance. It's about how your extra work improved performance. Finally, Jonathan, I want to address your remark that if you're doing a great job, you get punished for being successful and get given more workload. And if you do a poor job, you get rewarded by having work taken away from you. Yes, I agree in the short run, you are correct. But I would argue that in the long run, poor performers are let go or move on. And high performers, especially those with strong communication skills who can successfully navigate difficult situations like this, are going to be rewarded with promotions and raises. This is Lisa B. Marshall helping you to lead and influence. And as always, your success is my business. 
Again, just a reminder, my book, Smart Talk, the ebook version is currently on sale. It doesn't go on sale very often. The price is reduced to $2.99. It makes a great networking or graduation gift. You can just click purchase as a gift and then send the code to yourself and then forward it on to the recipient at any time. The codes never expire. And right now, if you buy three copies of my ebook, you'll also receive my ebook Ace Your Interview for free. Plus, you'll be entered into a raffle to receive an hour of free private coaching. And that's no selling, I promise. Just email the receipts to publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. So that's $2.99. You can go to any online retailer to make the purchase. Thanks so much. And thanks for your support of the show and of my work. I really sincerely appreciate that. Hi, I'm Bobby Graham. If you'd like to be a more compelling communicator, I invite you to read Lisa's best-selling book, Smart Talk. I did, and it really gave me an edge when communicating in the workplace, networking, and presenting in front of a crowd. I also want to encourage you to become a Lisa B VIP, like me, by visiting lisabmarshall.com forward slash VIP. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash VIP. Finally, you can learn more about Lisa's keynotes and workshops at lisabmarshall.com. Or if you have any questions for Lisa, send them to public speaker.